Welcome to Financial Fridays. I'm Bob Gustafson, a certified financial planner and the owner of the Triton Financial Group. Each episode is an excerpt from my radio show, The Financial Focus, where we answer questions from our listeners. Our goal is to help you increase your financial knowledge through these conversations of 10 minutes or less. So, Bob, here's the first question that we have today about uh, long-term care insurance. Exactly what is long-term care insurance, and is it worth considering? Mm. Yeah, those are those are very good questions to consider. So, long-term care insurance is, is an interesting animal because it can do a couple of different things for you. One, it can help pay for the cost of a nursing home. But two, um, it can also help pay for the cost of in-home care, which to me... That's really the most valuable part of a long-term care policy because uh, it actually allows you to stay and live in your own home with dignity as opposed to going into some sort of a facility. So um, that's the primary reason people really want to look toward long-term care. Yes, it'll help cover the cost of a nursing home, but more importantly, it can help you live independently in your own home. All right. Well, that's all. That's all really good uh, input here. Um, my my next question would be, you know, a lot of our listeners have been asking, why do the premiums keep increasing year over year? Yeah. So that's been a real problem. Um, it's it's actually been pro- a, a, one of the biggest problems in this in this industry's face. So the reason why the premiums go go up each year is because the insurance companies have grossly underestimated their morbidity expenses. So when long-term care came out a long time ago, I think it was in the mid seventies that, um, uh, that these policies started coming. I think general electric GE was the first company to come out with a long-term care policy back then. And they didn't have statistics on what they expected their experiences to be. It was a new, it was a new industry. So at that time, um, they there were a few different policies you could choose from. You could choose from you make it you make an annual payment that could go up each year, right? The insurance companies wouldn't put a cap on it because they didn't know what their experience was going to be. Or you could have a paid up policy if you paid for it over like ten years, or even a single payment you could make and have your your policy. Well, what happened was is the insurance companies grossly underestimated what their what their ex- future expenses were going to be. And in fact, I, you know, a lot of people argue that this could have been done deliberately. I'm not really sure where I fall on it, but uh, long and long story short, insurance companies way underestimated what they were going to pay out in the future. So what happened was, is probably starting in the mid nineties, you started seeing insurance companies start uh, cranking up the premiums. So you started seeing them go up on on an annual basis, year over year, or every couple of years, or what have you. And uh, so that's been a real concern. And and we get tons and tons of phone calls from listeners and clients and things like that. Bob, my long term care policy just went up again this year. Should I consider keeping it? Should I make adjustments to the policies and those sorts of things? So the good news is that recent increases in premiums haven't gone up in the same magnitude as they have in the past because insurance companies however now have more experience underwriting these claims so yes the premiums are going up but they're not going up at the extreme rate they have in the past so i guess i guess it's good news in a way 
it's not uh, it's not easy to tell that to people who are having a tough time affording these policies, but that's the reality of the situation and where we're at right now. So that that's really interesting to hear. So even though the premiums do are increasing, even though they might be increasing a bit slower than what they have been recently, this is nothing new and nothing out of the ordinary, at least over the last couple of decades. So right. and- touching touching on what you were ending on, um, for one of our other questions, uh, if I have a policy that I can no longer afford, what do I do? Great question, uh, and that's in the, and there it is right there. In fact, let's let's answer that question at the end. Let's back up and say, does long term care make sense for me in the first place? And this right, is a right. big challenge, right? Because it, it does provide some pretty impressive benefits. The problem is, it's very expensive to buy in the first place. So. When you, generally people start looking at these types of policies when they're in their 50s and they're in their working years. And what happens is people look at the premium and say, geez, I can afford this right now. But what they don't realize is that it's not about being able to afford it when you're in your working years. You need to be able to afford it in your retirement years. So you need to run forecasts to make sure you're going to be able to keep the policy going, you know, um, into your 70s and, and 80s, because, you know, the average I think the average age that a long-term care policy kicks in is like around 83 is when the average person uh, ends up, you know, potentially needing long-term care benefits. So you really have to look at not necessarily the affordability today, but in the future. And what you also have to do, you look at the premium today and you need to increase that premium over time by say 5% a year or something. So you can see, knowing that the premiums can go up, go up in the years. So you need to be able to make, you can afford it further on in time. And that's, that's very important. Yeah, no, that all seems to make sense. So you said on average, 83 is the the year that most people start to dip into some yeah, of their give, give or take. long-term care, give or take. Uh, so what, yeah, you mentioned right around their fifties is when people are looking right. at it. Do you think that that's the best time to to start buying into one because you know I'm 22. I'm obviously not going to going to be buying into it. I won't need it for a while. But if I'm 72 or 82, I'm assuming it'll be awfully expensive. So, do you think there's a prime time area age range to buy into it? Well, a, a good time to consider it is in your 50s. You know, you you can even I mean, industry people. You know, when salespeople tell you uh, age 20 or 25, you should start looking at it. Yeah, you should start thinking about these things and how you're going to handle it. But realistically, most people don't start looking at it until like late 40s and, and into the into the 50s. But I wanted to get back to, to, the, to the affordability question, because a lot of people right now, Jason, and I want to make sure I get this out because I don't want to miss this for folks, because we get a ton of questions on this. People asking me, should I keep it? Should I keep my policy or should I just let it go? And if you're, if you're, this is what I've been telling clients. And in fact, last night I had a, an email exchange with a client who's in a similar, who's, who I recommended long-term care years ago. And every year they get the letter of the things going up. And, and basically this is how I answer the question is if you can afford the premiums for the policy you have right now, and it's not calling causing you financial angst, you should keep the policy in place. If you're really having trouble making, making ends meet because the policy you have is going up so much, you've got some tough decisions to make there. 
And so one of the things, there's a couple of options you have there. You know, you can reduce benefits, you can reduce inflation protection if you have them. So there are ways to, to kind of work around the premium increases and the insurance companies will let you know what your options are. But it's very, the, the, the people who are, you know, the, mo the most unfortunate are those who can't keep the policy going at all. And that's a real problem. And, and I, I hate seeing that situation and I see it so much. And it happens because people never should have had a policy to begin with. The people that should look at long-term care that, that, that it really works well for are people who are somewhere between wealthy and not so wealthy. Right in that sweet spot are the people who are able to consider long-term care and keep it going in the long run. For people who have a sizable estate and large assets, they're better off self-insuring. In fact, our wealthy clients, we usually set up funds and different things for. So if they're going to need a nursing home or they want to plan for a nursing home some, someday, we just earmark a couple of million dollars in assets for that future event possibility. For people who can't afford the premiums, we we just we just tell them outright, you know, realistically, you it's going to be very difficult for you to afford these premiums in your in your later years. You've got some real tough decisions to make here. But then there's that sweet spot in the middle um, where long-term care insurance can work and work well. And that's, what, well, that's what's important. That's what's important is figuring that out. And I would never recommend anybody purchase a long-term care policy without going through a comprehensive financial planning analysis with a certified financial planner uh, because there's a lot of variables involved to it, and you can end up wasting thousands upon thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands even, over the years if you can't afford the policy and when you might need it the most. So it's a, it's a tough decision. Um, it's good coverage. It can work well in the right set of circumstances, but the key is figuring out where those circumstances are. Thank you for joining us today on our Financial Fridays podcast. I hope you found the information useful, and if so, feel free to share this podcast with people who may benefit from the topics discussed. Subscribe by visiting our website at financialfridays.com.